0: hello and welcome to this 59th episode of the law of success mastermind now today's episode is about think accurately we are in keys to success napoleon hill's keys to success we are on think accurately and we're going to cover the raw power of thought the focused power of accurate thought the thinking process techniques for evaluation The sources of your thought habits. Two big mistakes, controlled habits. That's what we're going to cover. So we're going to cover this and we are going to just dive into it. Think of your mind as a piece of land. Through diligent planned work, it can be cultivated into a beautiful and productive garden. Or it can lie, follow, overrun by weeds sprouting from seed carried by passing birds and the wind. Harvesting, Harvesting the bounty of your mind depends on careful effort and preparation by you, the gardener. This organization and its successful implementation are the result of accurate thinking. All plans, purposes, and achievements are created by thought. Your thoughts, you have already learned, are the only thing over which you have complete control. You can use them wisely or unwisely, but however you do it, your thoughts have power. The raw power of thought. An unknown paper hanger used used thought powerfully. He sat moodily in a prison cell, contemplating the fact that life offered... Some people power and riches while he was confined for a time. His very act of thought changed his life. The next the world heard of this man, he had written a book in which he frankly revealed the purposes of his mind and put the world on notice of his specific goal in life. Some people read the book and smiled tolerantly. Others didn't even bother since they thought it was the work of a lunatic. A little more than a decade later, this madman, had half of Europe under his heel and the other half frightened out of its wits and fighting for dear life. His actions were setting the world on fire, but people in America went complacently about their business, believing that the fire would burn itself out. Adolf Hitler found the opportunity to use his power so destructively because so many other people failed to use theirs constructively. Although his thinking was not accurate in the sense that you will come to understand, it still had the power to cause death and suffering for countless millions of innocent people. His thoughts were abominations, but they had force. Applied accurate thinking is crucial to your desire for success, but you should also recognize that exercising it is a moral duty you owe to every other person in the world. The Focused Power of Accurate Thought Every story you have read in this book about a successful person proves the benefits, individual and social, of accurate thought harnessed to a worthy, definite purpose. The rigor of Jonas Salk's thinking, the rigor of Jonas Salk's thinking, discovered the vaccine which prevents polio. George C. Marshall's careful planning revitalized Europe economically after the effects of Hitler's inhumane atrocities. George Bush's methodical assembly of the Desert Storm alliance and the detailed planning of generals like Norman Schwarzkopf and Colin Powell put a stop to Saddam Hussein's Hitler-like ambitions. The quiet diligence that Mother Clara Hale put into building Harlem's Hale House now provides love and care to children ravaged by their parents' addiction to drugs and infection with AIDS. None of these great things could ever have happened without accurate thinking. You can never achieve anything great without learning to think accurately. The thinking process accurate the thinking process. Accurate thinking is based on two types of reasoning. One, induction. This is the act of reasoning from a part to a whole, from the particular to the general, from the individual to the universal. It is based on experience and experimentation, and draws conclusions from them. 2. Deduction In this act of reasoning, specific conclusions are based on general logical assumptions. The two types of reasoning are very different, but they can work together. For instance, suppose that every time you throw a rock at a window, the window breaks while the rock remains unchanged. The results of your repeated efforts cause you to reason inductively that the the glass is fragile and that the rock is not. (coughs) Excuse me. From this inductive reasoning, you can then proceed to deductive reasoning, which would suggest to you, among other things, that another non-fragile object, a baseball, for example, would also break the glass of that, that, the, or that the rock might also penetrate other fragile things like paper. For example, your reasoning in this case would be limited since you have not accounted for many valu- variables. A fragile object could also break the window, certainly a bottle could, and some fragile objects like cloth might simply collapse about a thrown rock instead of breaking. I'm sure you can think of many other contingencies which would apply in this case. For example, this example shows how easy it is to make false conclusions and why accurate thinking is important and why your reasoning must be rigorous. You must examine the results of your reasoning consistently and look for flaws. You should apply this process just as stringently to the thinking of other people. To be an accurate thinker, you must take two important steps. 1. Separate facts from opinions, fictions, unproved hypotheses, and hearsay. 2. Separate facts into two categories, important and unimportant. Everyone except accurate thinkers has an overabundance of opinions, and these are usually worthless. Many of them can be dangerous and destructive, especially when they occur in conjunction with personal initiative. Hitler is an obvious example. You cannot accept an opinion offered to you unless it is based on facts or sound hypotheses about the facts. You should not offer any opinions except on the same grounds. Accurate thinkers never act on freely offered opinions without giving them the closest scrutiny. They permit no one to do their thinking for them. They obtain facts, information, and counsel from others, but they retain the right To accept or reject it in whole or in part. Newspapers, gossip, and rumor are unreliable sources from which to procure facts, as the events they cover are so changeable, and these particular media are often not subject to verification. Remember the famous headline, Dewey Defeats Truman? If you had believed it, you would probably still be wondering why General MacArthur lost his job. Wishes are often father's to popular accepted facts since people naturally assume facts to be things that harmonize with their wishes, but these kinds of facts are so freely offered that you should remember that real facts generally have a price tag attached, the price of the painstaking labor needed to examine them for accuracy. For a few days not so long ago, our nation was in the grip of the rumor that hypodermic needles were appearing in Pepsi cans everywhere. There were reports of incidents from more than 20 states, on the basis of this fact, the price of Pepsi stock dropped dramatically and many investors sold PepsiCo shares for less, for much less than they had paid for them. Even though the company's executives assured the country that this kind of tampering was highly unlikely, accurate thinkers recognized the improbability of such a widespread tampering scheme and bought Pepsi stock. Then, the FDA and the FBI declared every single report to be a hoax. Who benefited? the panicky sellers who had bought high and then prematurely sold at a very solid sold a very solid company or the accurate thinkers who bought the stock at a discount price which one the accurate thinkers who bought the bought the stock at a discounted price techniques for evaluation as an accurate thinker you must scrutinize every bit of information you encounter you have to realize that some things contain facts while others, while being colored, modified, or exaggerated, either intentionally or carelessly. Any political campaign will demonstrate this point in glorious detail. You should apply some tests to information you encounter. If you read a book, for example, you should ask questions like these. Is the writer a recognized authority on the subject covered? Did the writer have a motive for writing the book other than imparting accurate information? What is that motive? 3. Does the writer have a profit interest in the subject covered? 4. Is the writer a person of sound judgment or a fanatic? 5. Are there easily accessible sources to check and verify the writer's statements? 6. Do the writer's statements harmonize with common sense and experience? Before you accept anyone's statements as facts, you must try to find the motive behind those statements. The motive can be completely honorable, but you must still be careful about accepting the statements of overzealous people who have a habit of letting their emotions run wild. Honor alone does not equal accuracy. You must rely upon your own judgment and be cautious no matter who is trying to influence you. If a statement does not seem reasonable or contradicts your experience, set it aside for further examination. When you ask others for facts or judgments, try not to disclose the answer you expect or your motives in asking. For people often alter their advice to fit what they assume is their listener's desire. This process may be innocent or duplicitous, but you should avoid it. Instead of asking, do you think it would be possible to send a man to Saturn? Or, how can I send a man to Saturn? Ask, what do you know about the possibility of sending a man to Saturn? Or, even better, what do you know about space travel? This example may seem a little absurd, but if you substitute moon for Saturn in the above sentences, you'll see evidence of the power of accurate thinking. The Sources of Your Thought Habits Your initial thought habits come from two sources, both of them hereditary. One, physical hereditary, the nature of character, the nature and character of the generations that preceded you have some influence on your thought habits. You may be born with a predominantly rigid or free-floating thinking process, which many scientists now categorize as left or right-brained. The first emphasizes details, the other broad schemes. Accurate thinking can modify, strengthen, and direct both qualities since everyone possesses each, even though one is stronger than the other. 2. Social Heredity Your environmental influences, education, and experience all are social stimuli. Thinking is most influenced by these things, and that is dangerous because it means that much of your thinking is inspired by others. However, you can take action to control and select these influences, such as reading this book. Most people embrace a religion, ally themselves politically, even select the car they drive, not because they have given thought to the subject, but because of the influences of those nearest them, friends, relatives, and acquaintances. As an accurate thinker, you will accept no political, religious, or other type of thought, regardless of its type, unless and until you have carefully analyzed it. Then you will accept it or reject it of your own free will, and its value to you will be much greater. Robert Taylor, one-time governor of Tennessee, once asked a young man why he was confirmed... Den- why he was a confirmed democrat because the young man exclaimed i live in tennessee and my father and grandfather are democrats that's why well said the governor wouldn't you be in a bad fix if your father and grandfather had been horse thieves i don't care what your party is but you must select it as you select everything on the basis of accurate thought not on the habits of others two big mistakes two opposite qualities are very prevalent in human nature but each is a major roadblock to accurate thinking credulousness the habit of believing on the basis of little or no evidence is a major human fault for it is fatal to accuracy in thinking this fault in both his own people and those of the world certainly led hitler certainly let hitler build his influence to such horrendous levels the mind of an accurate thinker is an eternal question mark you must challenge everyone and everything that influences it. This does not imply a lack of faith. In fact, it is the greatest expression of respect for the Creator since you recognize that your thoughts are the only thing over which you have been given complete control, and you embrace this blessing. The small minority of accurate thinkers are o- has always been the hope of humanity, for they are the pioneers in whatever they do. They create business and industry, advance science and education, and inspire invention and religion. Emerson said it best. Beware when the great God lets loose a thinker on this planet. Then all things are at risk. It is as when a conflagration has broken out in a great city, and no man knows what is safe or where it will end. There is not a piece of science, but its flank may be turned tomorrow. There is not literary reputation, not the so-called eternal names of fame, that may not be revised and condemned. The very hopes of man, the thoughts of his heart, the religion of nations, the manners and morals of mankind are all at the mercy of a new generalization. Generalization is always a new influx of the divinity into the mind, hence the thrill that attends it. When you are an accurate thinker, you are the master, not the slave, of your emotions. You live among other people without giving them the power to control your thinking. You must always be on guard against the human tendency initially to reject an idea because it is unsound, but by close association with it in the form of family, friends, and co-workers to endure it, then to embrace it as your own, forgetting its original source and your first evaluation of it. Your mind will absorb any idea that it is repeatedly subjected to, whether good or bad, right or wrong. As an accurate thinker, you can make this trait work for you in the sense that whatever you think today becomes becomes what you are tomorrow. This is the essence of the power of a definite major purpose and positive mental attitude. The other common weakness in most people's thinking is a tendency to disbelieve anything they do not understand. When the Wright brothers announced that they had built a machine that could fly and asked newspaper reporters to come to Kitty Hawk and see for themselves, no one would come. When Guglielmo Marconi, I don't know how to say his first name, Marconi, revealed that he could send a message through the air without wires, some of his relatives had him sent to a psychiatrist for examination. They were convinced that he had lost his ability to reason. Contempt prior to examination is a trap that will limit your opportunity, applied faith, enthusiasm, and creativity. Do not confuse a suspension of belief in something unproved with a certainty that anything new is impossible. Accurate thinking is designed to help you understand new ideas or unusual facts, not to keep you from examining them. Controlled Habits I have repeatedly emphasized that your thoughts are the only thing over which you can exert complete control. Because your mind is so subject to dominating influences in your environment, you must take control over those influences by developing beneficial mental habits. This process is called controlled habits. The process of controlling your habits is miraculous. It translates the power of thought into action. But if your habits are poor or bad, it can bring misery and failure. Your success depends on the strength and quality of your controlled habits. Think of your mind as a photographic film. Film registers any object reflected on it. It does not select the object it records, and it has no control over the focus of the image or the length of the exposure it receives. You, the photographer, select the image, adjust the lens, manipulate the light and shutter the speed and shutter speed. The quality of the picture that is taken depends on your skill in controlling all these elements. For your mental film, the subject of your composition is your definite major purpose. You frame it as you choose, illuminate it with the fire of your burning obsession, and expose your mind to it for the time that you determine. Few professional photographers take one shot of an important image. They do over the shot, adjusting all the elements of the process slightly so that a perfect image is finally recorded. Similarly, Instead of a single photo session, you will work on your mental image on a daily basis, repeatedly exposing your brain to the image of your definite major purpose. This repeated photographing of your definite major purpose then becomes a habit, a controlled habit, since you have consciously decided upon the nature of your actions. The repeated reflection of the light of your burning obsession which springs from your emotions, will also register this image upon your subconscious, which will work without your knowledge to bring the image to fruition by inspiring you through your imagination with eyes and plans for attaining your purpose. The manifestations of these ideas will not simply appear. Your subconscious cannot deposit a new car in your driveway or $10,000 in your bank account. Accurate thinking requires a persistent action in applying these ideas and all the principles of success. This is why I have placed such strong emphasis on daily personal initiative in everything you do. For you must develop the controlled habit of action. The first action may require every bit of conscious mental control you can exercise. But every time you act, you strengthen that controlled habit so that that process becomes more ingrained. Your enthusiasm and your applied faith will also drive you. Both these qualities will increase as you make action a controlled habit. Work will no longer be drudgery. It will become as pleasurable as eating when you are hungry. Strange things that will give you hope and courage will begin happening. People will begin to cooperate with you in a friendliest, friendlier spirit and without your asking them to do so unexpected opportunities for attaining your definite major purpose will spring up around you as the result of your action your imagination will become keener and more alert you will work longer with less fatigue you will see the world in terms of hope and faith because the controlled habit of action has alerted you to their possibility with these changes you will come imp- will with these changes will come improvements in every aspect of your life Accurate thinking depends heavily on several other principles of success. Definiteness of purpose, self-discipline, prompt decision-making, and a positive mental attitude. It also plays an important role in the next principle, controlled attention, which will bring even more focus to your efforts toward your definite major purpose. That was think accurately. So... Thank you for listening to another episode. Check out our website, thelawofsuccessmastermind.com. Also check out inspirelancing.com to see what I'm working on. Thank you.